0: Hey MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, my good pal Simon. Ah, uh, gentleman. Today we're discussing season nine, episode eighteen, Blood Brothers. It's the 216th episode overall, directed by the one and only Harry Morgan, written by David Pollack and Elias Davis. Originally aired on April 6th, 1981. And the production code is Z421. All
1: right, him right there, Kellen. Sturgis, since you called ahead, this one will be yours. I'm in bed with a view of your buddy. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you.
2: He's not as bad as he looks, is he? I think he's going to be okay. It's a little early to tell, for sure. Well, you guys are great with the no-answer answers. Only when that's all we have. And Let me give you the answer. Dan's going to make it. He's not cashing it in over some hill with a number on it. Hold on to those good thoughts. I just hope I can stay awake. I'd like to be the first person he sees when he comes to.
1: You just rest easy. Remember, the bathroom is one flight down.
3: And the plot summary for this episode, Father Mulcahy tries to prepare himself and the camp for a visit from Cardinal Learden, a VIP to both the army and the church. Hawkeye, meanwhile, prepares to tell a young soldier why he can't donate blood to his wounded buddy. Hawkeye and B.J. have discovered the soldier has leukaemia.
4: The welcome mat is lit. I think I said
5: you wanted to see me, Colonel.
4: Indeed I do. I've got some good news and I want to deliver it person to person. Ah,
5: good news. Well, what can it
4: be? Just a few minutes ago, I got a call from command. Does the name James Reardon cause anything to ring in your belfry? James Cardinal Reardon? The very same, the Hancho Padre himself.
5: Well, I heard he was touring Korea.
4: Did you also hear that the 4077 was on his agenda?
5: What a wonderful stroke of luck. When?
4: Sunday morning.
5: Sunday morning? What rotten luck.
4: Padre, you can strip your gears changing into reverse that fast. You ought to be pleased as punch the cardinal will be able to feast his ears on one of your whiz-bang sermons.
5: Colonel Potter, that's only two days from now. Any sermon I could possibly come up with that fast won't be a whiz-banger.
4: Nonsense. The first commandment for being a good padre is having a little faith in yourself. I'm sure you will come up with something that'll knock the cardinal's cassock off.
5: But there, there are so many other things to think about. This isn't just some run-of-the-mill monsignor. Oh, If only you'd given me this two-day notice a couple of weeks ago.
4: Hold on to your hosannas, Father. I'll have Klinger make sure everything is perfecto for the Cardinal's arrival.
0: And for guest stars, we have Patrick Swayze, who played Private Mm -hmm. Gary Sturgis. During his career, Swayze received three Golden Globe Award nominations for Dirty Dancing in 87, Ghost in 90, and two Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything Julie Newmar, in 95. He wrote and recorded the popular song She's Like the Wind, and was posthumously awarded the Rolex Dance Award in 2009. Yeah, sadly, he passed away from cancer.
3: Yeah. Ray Middleton plays Cardinal Reardon, and Middleton's last appearance was as this character, uh, and also as grandfather in Huey Rush in the comedy Too Close for Comfort. Hmm,
0: I watched Too Close for Comfort. G.W. Bailey returns as Sergeant Luther
3: Rizzo. And Jeff Maxwell returns as Private Igor Straminsky.
0: We also have Tom Kendall, who played G.I., a good selection of American TV and film credits for Tom, notably Highway to Heaven, Simon and Simon and Hotel. He also appeared in six episodes of Aftermash playing different characters.
3: And Robert Balderson plays Captain on Some interesting credits for Robert, such as Girls After Dark, Death Calls, <laughs> Punching the Clown and the family friend in that TV series You Had Your F***ing Coffee. That is true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, they sound like winners, all of them.
3: Man, that, the, the agent must have been scraping the <laughs> bell for that one.
0: And then we, of course, have a Roy Goldman returning as Roy Goldman.
3: And Dennis Choi returns as Dennis. David LaBelle, who played Patient.
0: He's known for his work on Mystery Man in 99, The Golden Child in 86, and Lethal Weapon 4 in 98.
3: And Kelly Nakahala returns, of course, as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato.
5: Father, okay, pull up a few and have a few. Look at this place. It's a den of iniquity. I don't think of it as a den,
4: Father. I think of it more as a rec room.
5: You promised to make sure everyone behaved themselves like civilized human beings.
4: Yesterday was payday, Padre. Folks need to let off a little steam. The Cardinal won't be here until tomorrow. By then there'll be nothing to ruffle his feathers.
5: The morning services will be a shambles. Everyone will be hungover, reeking with liquor, unshaven, unkempt.
4: Hold your ponies, Padre. I'm way ahead of you. I already set a 12 o'clock curfew for this evening to be followed by a bedjack.
1: I saw that you dealt off the bottom. Nobody calls me a cheat.
5: should all be ashamed is it asking so much that you control yourself for two lousy days instead you seem to be going out of your way to make things miserable for me well you're all a bunch of stinkers
0: alright let's go ahead and discuss this episode I will start us off I gave this episode a nine what yeah yeah (laughs) This was such a good episode. It was like, you know, seven and a half, eight up until the end. And then it just, it went to another whole level. And that's why I gave Hmm. it a nine at the end. I like that it's a Father Mulcahy-centric episode. You know, Mulcahy's one of my favorites. And he gets so very little screen time to shine. And I think this one, he definitely shined. Yeah, I love the friendship between the two soldiers, Swayze and his buddy. Uh, It just goes to show you how close you get when you're on the line. You know, these these men. They have no one else but each other. Yeah. And these two, you know, obviously were were best of friends. It's a great scene between Hawkeye and Gary, uh, Patrick Swayze's character, when he has to tell him that, you know, he can't get blood because he's afraid he has leukemia. How
2: are you feeling? You tell me. The nurse has been in here five times taking blood samples. When I ask her why, she starts tap dancing about it being standard procedure. Just cross-matching. Pretty soon my dipstick's gonna come up dry and I won't have anything left for Dan. We, we just wanted to run some tests. Since when do you run blood tests for a broken
1: arm? What kind of place is this? Well, happily, you won't have to put up with us too much longer. We're sending you to Tokyo General. Tokyo General? What for? Oh, you'll love it. They got nurses there they will give you such a sponge bath you'll have to take a cold shower afterwards. I don't want to go to
2: Tokyo General. I want to stay here with Dan and I want to give him my blood. Dan's gonna be just fine. We got all the blood we need. But you said I could give him some. What's going on here? Look, Gary. Gary? All of a sudden, we're on a first-name basis, huh? Doc, is there something
1: wrong with me? We found a problem with some of your blood tests, and we we want to double-check it in Tokyo. Uh, Can't you guys
2: ever give anybody a straight answer? What the hell is this all about?
1: We're not sure. We think you may have leukemia. God almighty. Leukemia? Look, first of all, we're not positive you have it. If you do, I'm not going to kid you. Your chances aren't too good. But you're in the first stages. There's always the possibility of remission.
3: Leukemia. They're
1: doing research on this all the time. Research?
2: That lot of good that'll do me. They'll find the cure in 20 years. That... After
1: all, I don't know what else there is to say.
2: I asked you to tell me, didn't I?
1: Look, you're leaving first thing in the morning for Tokyo. If if you if you want to talk or if there's, if there's anything you need, just uh, uh, call me. Okay?
0: Sure. And it's so weird to hear that because leukemia isn't a death sentence now. You know, in, in today's times, mm. they have you know. There's medicine, and you can you know, you can fight it and win it, uh, but I guess back in the fifties, it's like a nail in your coffin. You have so much time yeah. left, and that's it. So it was just interesting to see that. Uh, I loved um, what else I have here. The conversation with mokehi and Hawkeye when Mokaehe realizes how he's been acting, you mm-hmm. know, about the cardinal and, and freaking out out of everybody, and realizing that Hawkeye actually has a burden and has this issue and problem.
5: This camp is full of inconsiderate boobs and rummies. I've just been publicly disgraced before his eminence himself by Rizzo and his crapshooting grease monkeys. I know the Cardinal must be thinking I'm doing a rotten job. How would you feel if you were in my shoes? Well, are you just going to sit there drinking your coffee?
1: I'm sorry, Father. I don't really feel much like talking. I just had to tell a patient he has leukemia. Good heavens.
5: That must have been very difficult for you.
1: I didn't want to tell him, but he wouldn't let me off the hook. (sighs) I'm a doctor and a guy looks to me for answers and all I can tell him is you've got this terrible disease and there's nothing I can do about it. Can't blame this on the war. Can't blame it on anything.
5: Including yourself.
1: Wish I could believe I did the right thing. A doctor is still just a human
5: being. All you can do is follow your instincts.
1: My instincts are to cure
0: him. Life's so much bigger than what, you know, that, what, uh, what Mulcahy's worried about, which leads to his amazing speech at the end.
5: Good morning. Well, uh, here we are. It's, a Sunday again. I'm sure you've all come expecting to hear a sermon. Well, I... I have to admit, I'm not as prepared as I'd like to be. In fact, I'm not even dressed as I'd like to be. You see, I... I was working on my sermon, which I hoped would be a a particularly inspirational one in honor of Cardinal Reardon. But I was called away, and... Well, to be honest, I, I never got back to it. So... If you'll just bear with me, I'd like to share with you the reason why. I want to tell you about two men, each facing his own crisis. The first man you know rather well. The second is a patient here. Well, the first man thought he was facing a crisis. But what he was really doing was trying to impress someone... He was looking for recognition, encouragement, a pat on the back. And and whenever that recognition seemed threatened, he reacted rather childishly. Blamed everyone for his problems but himself, because he was thinking only of himself. But the second man was confronted by the greatest crisis mortal man can face, the loss of his life. I think you'll agree that the second man had every right to be selfish, but instead he chose to think not of himself, but of a brother. A brother! And when the first man saw the, the dignity and the selflessness of the second man, he realized how petty and selfish he had, I, I, I had been It made me see something more clearly than I've ever seen it before. God didn't put us here for that path on the back. He created us so he could be here himself. So that he could exist in the lives of those he created in his image.
0: He he comes in, he's not dressed, and he just talks from the heart. And he just tells them what happened in the past 24 hours, you know? And when William Christopher is talking, it's, you know, his, is and his voice is cracking, and you see the tears, and it's just so well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised more of the audience people weren't crying, because I kept, they kept flashing to the audience, and, like, you know, I figured someone else would be crying as well, but they all look sad, but... It was just, it was just such a moving speech and such a, it was so well done and well acted. Like I said, the first half was kind of rough because it was just, okay, He getting upset. And, oh, he's finding Rizzo in the broom closet. Oh, Rizzo's in the, you know, um, and no one's really listening to him. And, you know, going against the, you know, they like to drink. That's what they do, you know, and he's trying to straighten them all out. It reminded me of like a Houlihan episode when Houlihan, when someone from Houlihan's, you know, the, the the head of the nurses is coming. And she freaks yeah. out and wants the camp to be perfect. Um, this was that type of thing, but it was for Fala Mukhehi instead. And I love the fact that the Cardinal gets there and he's like, where's the beer? Let's go get a drink. Yes. You know, and follow Mukhehi's like, oh, it's closed. Sorry. And I'm like, well, he wants a beer. <laughs> just take give him the to beer, go get man? a beer. <laughs> That's what he wants. So that was, you know, so it just kind of, it already gave you the idea that this Cardinal isn't this hard nose you know, ultra-religious type of, you know, that he had a little fun side to him, which I liked uh, as well. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just... I just thought this was... It was just such a well-done... And, you know, and I think with my numbers, when I give it, it's the very last scene that always tends... Or not the very last, but close to the last scene that Mm -hmm. really sets the tone of the episode. So, I mean, I can go up a whole number if the last scene is just brilliant, if the the wrap-up is amazing. And... This one I thought was just amazing. It was so well done. But anyways, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I gave it nine. That's what I figured. <laughs> I'm just amazed at how figures, are, uh, uh, numbers are very similar. This, over This, this batch has been really
0: session. good, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Patrick Swayze, so good to see Patrick Swayze again. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I'd what was that film he was in where uh, he played the bouncer? Yeah. Um, Oh, Roadhouse. Uh, Roadhouse, man. Roadhouse. I love Roadhouse. Yeah,
0: Roadhouse. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you see it looks a bit like well, I should say Chris Pratt looks like uh, Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. uh, nowadays. Younger, oh, yeah, oh, younger Patrick. Yep. One. Um the whole storyline of that is great. And I, I do like the the Father Mulcahy storyline as well, with the Cardinal, as you've said. Mm-hmm. And also how annoyed we get by Rizzo, who's seriously just not playing the game here. He's just been <laughs> such a pain in the ass. Um, but I'm, I'm also a big GW Bailey fan, anyway. Yeah. So it's, all, it's always nice to see him. Again, though, I've got, I, I seem to have. Owned, oh, I do like the fact that Billy Could says, I'm not in the mood for jocularity. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Yep. That's <laughs> brilliant to hear him say that. Um, the whole leukemia thing as well, there's a nice line in this where, where um, Gary turns around and says that, uh, oh, yeah, you know, they're doing research now. In 20 years' time, it might help me. Yep. Ironic that in yep. 20 years' time, of course, you know, yep. it, it, it does help, It's quite yep. nice to see. I, I, I simply have just a couple of notes that say wonderful acting from Avon wonderful acting for Patrick Swayle, equally, even better, wonderful acting from William Christopher, as you said on yep. the sermon. And also Kudos as well to the actor who plays the cardinal because of the fact that he's just his emotional look. Yep. He's not doing anything. He's just looking and listening, and he, you can tell that he's moved yeah. by not doing anything, and that's yeah. the perfect kind of acting. So I, I really enjoyed this episode. I think it's a cracky one. It's one of those ones as well that you know over years people know who the guest stars are in Mash. You know, you've had Ron mm-hmm. Howard, you've had like you know uh, all these people, and it's and you, and you know you, there's a young Patrick Swayze in one of his first ever screen roles. Yeah. And it's uh, it's so good to see. Him. And you actually realize as well how, you know, the guy didn't age really much. No, <laughs> he, he looked the same in sat- Ghost. He really and, did, and, yeah, you know, yeah. until he sadly became ill and, and then yeah. passed away, um, you know, not long ago. There was yeah. a new, I think it was a new TV series, I don't know, a, a special that's been uh, made recently about Patrick Swayze in his own words. Uh, for those people who are Patrick Swayze fans, this is an episode for you.
0: definitely. Definitely.
5: Your Eminence.
4: And you must be Father Mulcahy.
5: Yes, Your Eminence.
4: My apologies for the early arrival. I was forced to revise our plans. Evidently, this is what happens when one makes an itinerary without consulting the North Koreans.
5: No inconvenience at all, your eminence. (laughs)
4: Ah, good. I'm the protocol officer, Captain Braddon. Sorry I didn't have time to get dressed, but I figure a man like you'd be used to robes.
5: (laughs) Uh, Oh, may I introduce our company commander, Colonel Potter, and our company clerk, Corporal Klinger. Cardinal.
4: Corporal. Captain. Chaplain. Corporal. Captain. Colonel. Cardinal. Corporal. Show the cardinal to his quarters. I, uh... I thought that before retiring, we might visit your officer's club.
5: Uh Oh, Well, unfortunately, that establishment is closed for the evening. Oh. So our personnel might spend their time in more contemplative pursuits. I still don't get Potter's joke.
4: I think the old bird is finally losing his marbles. Well, let's get it straight from the old bird's mouth. Colonel, see if I've got this right. This farm girl invites three guys over to her house. A uh, uh, boy scout, a
0: lumberjack,
4: and a. Well, I still don't get
0: it. All right, let's see. IMDb kind of agrees with us. They give it an eight point one.
3: Okay, that's that's a point lower.
0: Um, not as high as we as we thought, but again, I don't think I see many nines on on IMDb. So No, no. Eight, eight I mean, what, one is definitely a higher in the you know, normally Mash is getting like a seven and a half, seven six, seven seven. So eight one is good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Can I assume
4: from this that the officers club has now reopened?
5: However, I'm afraid refreshments are out of the question. He's our bartender.
4: Klinger show Captain Bratton his bunkhouse and then sweep up here. Right away, your birdness.
5: We have accommodations for you in the VIP, tent, Your Eminence. And besides the Mass tomorrow morning, I'll be conducting our usual non-denominational service. It would be a great honour if you would say a few words.
4: Oh, of course. Had some cardinals show up during the big wars. Nice to know you come out for police actions, too. (laughs) Well, cardinal, here's your ruse. Be sweet, be sweet. Papa needs a lawyer.
3: Look, I've got some behind the scenes here. Uh... This is, as I've already said, Patrick Swayze's television series debut.
0: <laughs> That's right. You're always taking my behind-the-scenes away, Mads. Sorry. I should really look at these more often. <laughs> uh, four years after this episode premiere, Patrick Swayze and David Ogden Steers would play in North and South, or would star, I should say, in North and South, which was an amazing miniseries, by the way. However, okay. their characters had a few interactions but were connected through many characters. Yeah, North and South is about... Uh, Civil War,
3: the North and South. Yeah,
0: the, nor- the North and South. Yeah, it's the Civil War, the United States Civil War.
3: Okay, all right. yeah, I like it. Yeah, I do series. remember that. I remember it being quite popular over here yes. as well. But yeah. yeah. Um, it's I, just well I don't done. Think, I don't think I watched it. Um, yeah, that would have been eighty-five, and I would have been into Transformers and Doctor Who. Okay, so ironically, nearly 30 years after playing a soldier with leukemia, which is blood cancer, Patrick Swayze was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and he sadly passed away two years after the diagnosis, which should be said that actually two years uh, is is pretty good going for um, pancreatic pancreatic cancer. Yes, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Igor tells a friend a rude joke in front of the cardinal, embarrassing Father Mulcahy. However, Father Mulcahy later tells Hawkeye that it was Rizzo who embarrassed him, not Igor. But again, I can understand because Rizzo embarrassed him enough multiple times.
3: Oh, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The title refers to two males related by birth or two or more men not related by birth who swear loyalty to one another where the blood of each man is mingled together.
0: There you go. The cassock that the cardinal is wearing during the Sunday service is not correct. The one he is seen wearing is edged in purple, not the scarlet, which would be worn by a cardinal. Mm. Huh. That's so I'm surprised. They're not really good at getting their uniforms and clothing correct.
3: Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't suppose not many people notice. that.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure nobody. I didn't. Yeah.
3: It was just the <laughs> odd Catholic hanging about.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: Streets are never going to be the same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good morning, Doc. Hello, Hawkeye. I see you two have gotten
1: acquainted, huh? Yeah, Father and I have been talking all night. How you doing? A little better. You know, Tokyo's a pretty spiffy town. You don't want to go there in that outfit. It looks like it's been slept in. Uh, Doc, if if it's okay with
2: you, I'd like to stay here a couple more days with Dan. Otherwise, he's going to wonder where I went, and I don't want him to worry about me.
1: The sooner the doctors at Tokyo General get a look at you, the better. Why? So they can start treating you right away. Right away? What for? There's always a chance. Who are you trying to kid? I don't know much about leukemia, but I know there's no cure. There are new therapies being developed all the time. They have a fully equipped hospital. There are hematologists there who are specialists in this area.
2: No kind of ologist is going to help me. And Dr. Honeycutt himself told me that my being here is helping Dan. It seems to me I, I've got a right to do what I want with the time I've got left. Look, Gary... Hawkeye,
5: could I have a word with you, please? Not right now, Hawkeye. Father. Hawkeye! Excuse me. Hawkeye, you're a doctor. I know how difficult it is to admit that there's nothing you can do. But I think sending that boy to Tokyo now is only going to make you feel better. Not him. Gary's not the only one who's going to have to accept this.
3: Uh, okay, Trivia Time. So, last episode's question, what was MASH's original time slot, day and time? Answer is Sunday at 8pm. Okay. So, uh, this episode's trivia question, what medical school had Captain Jonathan Tuttle attended? Oh, another hard one from Canada.
0: <laughs> I saw that one, I'm like, ah, I gotta put it in there. Some people will know. I had, I don't have a clue. No, I Not don't. a clue. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm assuming everyone knows who jonathan tuttle is captain yeah. jonathan tuttle yeah. hopefully that's a given but yeah the school he attended yeah i don't know <laughs> all right go ahead if you know the answer send it to mash 4077 podcast at gmail.com
5: it's been a pleasure and an honor your eminence yes
4: for me too my stay here has been very inspirational
5: well we tried to make your visit as pleasant as possible
4: even had the mess sergeant hold off on the chip beef until tomorrow.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, goodbye, Father. And keep up the good work.
5: Goodbye,
3: Your
4: Eminence.
0: You can find MASH 4077 Podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcasts at MASH4077 Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcasts or just type in MASH 4077 podcasts in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash 4077 podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to Mash 4077 Podcasts all over the interwebs. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcasts.com. podcastcom right, that's going to do it for this episode. Another shiny moment for William Christopher. I love Follow McKay, character, and I'm really glad he got to shine in this episode and had an amazing speech. And everyone did an amazing job. I mean, from the, the, you know, from the main actors to all the guest stars, especially Patrick Swayze, it was always good to see him again. And it's just, as Ned mentioned, it's always funny to see big, big stars in M.A.S.H. when they were nobodies. You know, back in the day, and
3: there was nobodies.
0: Nobody's, there nobodies. There were
3: nobodies. <laughs> how how ally of you, Kenny? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been here too long.
0: Uh, well, I am Kenny,
3: and I'm uh, a nobody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be seeing ya. Thank
3: you for coming.
4: Goodbye, all. Goodbye, Bye, Bye, sir. You did it, Padre. Keep it up, and
5: before you know it, you'll make Monsignor. (laughs) You're all invited to the officer's club. The drinks are on me.
3: (laughs) Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching the Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com.
0: MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a creative commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved.
3: Uh, Vy Middleton plays Cardinal Vigil... Okay.
0: Uh, G.W. Bailey returns as Sergeant Luther... Luther... Mm. G.W. Mm. <laughs> getting mm. to the end here. Mm.
1: Boop mm-hmm. boop